Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast, and today we got a good one. We got our last hot takes of the conference finals. Yes, the NBA finals have been decided. We have the Atlanta Hawks sadly losing in six to the Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, the MVP of the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo lists. Milwaukee Bucks in six. They won two straight games in a row without Giannis, which is extremely impressive. They did it a little bit of two different ways in these two games. So what's your takes on it? Take on it, Chris. Oh, man. So that last game was a little bit upsetting. I mean, even with Trey Young in the starting lineup, it was still like I was expecting something totally different. I mean, if you listen to our previous hot takes podcast where we talked about the Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks, I had the Atlanta Hawks winning it all. I was like, oh, once Giannis is out, it's over with. I, I keep selling these injured teams short. Like, the Clippers almost almost beat the Phoenix Suns. Almost. And, mm-hmm. you know, they did beat the Jazz. I was like, oh, the Jazz got it. Now it's over with. But then they, you know, these other these otherworldly talented teams keep coming out on top. And I got to stop selling them short, even without their star player. Like, originally, the main reason why they beat them from the last game was because they were oversized and they took advantage right. of that you saw a lot more of the same in this game and even with trey young because i thought that okay maybe just the offensive capabilities of trey young would be able to you know get top their point their you know their strong point their their strong paint presence but it wasn't mm-hmm. it was not enough and now we have Giannis with his first Eastern Conference Finals championship and possibly his first NBA title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. This is a huge monumental event for the Bucks. I I take it a little bit differently. I feel like Chris Middleton definitely had a huge game leading the game and scoring a 32. I mean, that is really special. He's He has moments... He's very inconsistent. That's <laughs> very it's it's bad, but for some reason, Drew Holiday has a phenomenal game. Chris Middleton has a bad one, and it just flips. Like Drew yeah. Holiday had nine, Chris Middleton had thirty-two. I mean, so when you have those two guys mm-hmm. together, and Trey Young's not really fully healthy yet, you know what I mean? At least with my eye test, what didn't I didn't think that he was really as the same as he usually is. Mm-hmm. And you put that together, shooting ninety percent from the free throw line, and just—I mean—they didn't really dominate them on the boards or anything like that. It wasn't 
like a Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis dominated game like it was last time. And actually points in the paint were even. It was just, you know, Chris Middleton had a hot night and Trey Young wasn't there to usually stars negate other stars. And Chris mm-hmm. Middleton during that night individually played like a star. And usually Trey Young would cancel that out. And, you know, maybe the Atlanta Hawks could have taken the W. But, you know, injuries have plagued basically every single team in this NBA playoffs. It's a absolutely wild season. If you love chaos, this is definitely your favorite season of all time for NBA basketball. So, yeah, that's that's what we have going. And now we got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Phoenix Suns. Wow. What a great matchup. I honestly, like, feel like that Trey Young injury was such a freak accident. Like, yes. it should never have happened. Like, right. ref, watch your fucking feet. Yes, yes, I completely agree. You should definitely get fined sh- for it. Yes, or some sort of like punishment. I yeah, don't know, maybe no more NBA playoff games or something like that. Yeah, you, know, it's just, you can't. It's like you can't have Trey Young be taken out by a ref, right? Right. <laughs> this just can't happen. We can't say that as an NBA fan, as the NBA organization, which is poor management. It's poor. You know, referee management. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he should be chastised forever. I'm just saying that there should be some sort of punishments or definitely rule change to maybe give them some sort of space. You know, this, he didn't need to be that close. So, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Because like how many other players, you know what I mean, who in that position, like they score or whatever, or they go, they go down, make a shot or take a shot or something like that. And they're running on the baseline like. Mm-hmm. The, the he was the referee was completely wrong and he walked away yes. without remorse like he, he didn't even care yes. that, he hurt him. that was crazy that was crazy the way he just looked at him was amazing i couldn't believe that yeah it was a, it was an odd position too it wasn't like it was you know hit somebody getting trapped in the corner and you know the player steps back and the ref was close you know what i mean it was yeah he had plenty of space to get back you know what i mean he was behind the three-point line and he had the ball in his hands he didn't need to be as close as he was he was had had plenty of space towards the half court line where he he didn't need to so yeah it it was an odd one that's that's one of the more odd things it's just the luck and chance. I mean, if it, you're lucky, Trey Young is not a superstar yet by mainstream media. Because so that happened to LeBron, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like this would be a different thing. Kobe. I mean, geez, yeah. People would this guy's Twitter would get shut down because people would be saying so many bad things if he does something like that to Kobe. Uh, so it's yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's just crazy. That is like because it seemed like the, the tide was turning and it was just nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, let's transition here. So what are we thinking? NBA championship predictions. Let's, let's shoot them off. Chris, go first. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm looking at it and I'm thinking that looking at previous games the Suns have faced. Okay. They beat the Lakers without a center. Lakers didn't have a center. Anthony Davis was not playing. He played a couple games. And then Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. Yeah, but, you know, on a level. They beat the Nuggets 
with the center, but Jokic had games where he scored for 40 points. I think, in my opinion, he's one of the more skilled centers or the most skilled center in the NBA. Not the most dominant, but the most skilled center. Facts. Um, but his, you know, co-star wasn't ready for primetime yet. Then they mm-hmm. beat the Clippers. Okay. They had Ibaka Zubak, but he wasn't, you know, truly a force. And now mm-hmm. we see that the Bucks can get off in the paint. I mean, like, we've known this, but, like, we've never seen it like this before. Like, 67 points. Mm-hmm. I keep going back to that. That's, like, such a crucial thing for me. Because one thing that I've made clear is that they're, the Bucks are an oversized team. They're, they have a lot of size. Mm-hmm. And if there's no shot blocking or any paint presence defensively, they will run over you. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think in my head, is there anything or anybody on the Phoenix Suns who could stop that if it was to happen? Peyton? Uh, possibly. I, he's a little bit taller than Clint Capella for sure. But I don't know. I don't know. But <clears throat> I don't want to give up on that because it's the same thing that happened with the um, Hawks. Like, I think that the Hawks were more offensively talented than the Bucks in some chain, in some in some regards. And I think that the Phoenix Suns will technically be more offensively talented than the Bucks, separately. Because they only have Chris Middleton, who has iffy games, and then Drew Holiday, who has iffy games. And then as long as you can shut the paint down, I mean, when Giannis come back, it might be a different story. But I think that the Phoenix Suns could pull it out if they can beat them before Giannis gets back. So what's your prediction? I have Suns in, Suns in five or six. Okay. Well... The things that are bothering me about this matchup is the pick and roll. We know that's going to be exposed, right? Chris Paul is going to find that mid-range spot on the pick and roll because they're in drop coverage all the time. Like yeah. It might be tough shots for us to make those shots or seven-footers. Tough. Chris Paul shoots them like the weirdest angles ever. That mid-range shot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. His shooting form and his mid-range is so unique. Um, so I I know that's gonna be a consistent presence. Uh I'm worried about Giannis's injury. Mm. I uh, I do remember watching that YouTube video. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast where he, they basically say best case scenario, he would probably miss the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Um so I'm worried that even if he comes back, it'll be hobbled. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Booker will probably be the be the best scorer on the court, probably the most consistent scorer, uh, unless Giannis was there. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there are two teams that are built very similarly. Other than that, it's a bunch of three and D guys. They play physical defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They both play similar brands of basketball of attack the basket, kick out, right? We don't have great wing creators. Jay Crowder's not that. Cam Johnson's not that. Mikhail Bridges is not that. P.J. Tucker's not. I mean, can't. Chris Middleton is, but, you know, I mean, most of their shooters on the outside are not that. Yeah. So I, I keep on wobbling on my prediction because I think the Suns, well, yes, jump on him while Giannis is out. Mm-hmm. But 
I just part of me thinks that Drew Holiday is going to take a game. And Chris Middleton's going to take a game. You know what I mean? That would be Suns and six. Yeah. They're just so similarly built. Campaign's much better backup point guard than the Bucks. Man, Chris. You want to you want to look at the matchups and let's see if we make sense of it, okay? okay. That's fair. So, okay. <clears throat> on the uh Phoenix Suns, looking at the Bucks, if I'm going to do the 1 2 2 3 3 4 type deal and then we can talk about that. So, on the floor, right? Phoenix has 1 2 3 or maybe 5. So that three is either a three or a five is what I'm talking about. And if it's not a three, then it's three and four. And then it's one, two, and five. Or if he's a three, then it's four and five, if you get what I'm saying. So you have Devin Booker, you have Chris Paul, you have DeAndre Ayton. Those three people are, that's your top three people on the team right there. And then with campaign coming off the bench, he becomes like a six, seven. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and then on the Bucks, if you look at the Bucks, if you want to look at it the same way, you have three and four or four and five, and those four and five become either a three or a four together. Mm-hmm. As we said, when they, when they when they go together, they become either a two or they, you know, whether they're individually, they're like a three and a four or a two and a three. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, when you look at the matchups that way, I, I like Phoenix on paper looks like they win. Mm-hmm. I gotta agree with that. I mean, when you look at it that way, because if I don't see, I mean, like, okay, Bobby Portis may have another great game, maybe possibly. Brooke Lopez may have a game that's like seven, eight. I think the firepower on the one on the other side is still greater than the firepower on the other side. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you that this is probably going to be like that. So I'm thinking that this is the way I have it going. I'm listening. So I, it's so close that I literally just looked up who has home court advantage. Mm-hmm. This is what worries me about the way that this the schedule is structured. So the Bucks have the first two games. So mm. I my my gut is telling me home court advantage is going to be the best possible thing without Giannis mm-hmm. or without a healthy Giannis yet. Right. At the beginning for them. So I think they'll take one game. I think at game four it'll be two two. And the fact that game five is going to be at the Bucks' house and game seven is going to be at the Bucks' house, I think it's so close that it's going to go to home court advantage. So I'm taking the Bucks in seven after it's really hard. But I'm taking the Bucks in seven. Uh, I, I believe the series is so close that home court advantage matters, mm-hmm. uh, especially for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. I feel like they're going to play better at home. And I think they might be able to take a um, 2-0 lead or jump to a 2-2 by game four. All they got to do is, you know, hold home court at least a little bit. And then Giannis gets back and starts playing. Because one thing that's going to really benefit, 
I think most people don't know this is the NBA schedule for NBA finals is usually a little different. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they play every night. And sometimes there's two to three games in between games. So like, for example, on Sunday is, I think that would be game three or four. Yeah, that'd be game three. Mm-hmm. So like it's Tuesday now. Giannis got hurt what, uh, about a half a week ago. About so a I week mean, ago. <laughs> so if you you're telling me Giannis gets a week and a half rest before they go on the road. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. If it wasn't for this way that is scheduled and the if it wasn't NBA Finals or they're going to stretch it out, uh, um, I wouldn't be taking them. But you know, I I have a feeling that by game. four, Five, Giannis will be close enough to a hundred percent to really make the. Because I mean, once once you take away, you add Giannis on the floor. Now you have right. Even though many people hate on Giannis, he's a consistent thirteen and twelve this whole NBA playoffs, right? Yeah. So if he cancels out Devin Booker's scoring, I think it's over, right? I mean, mm-hmm. because then it becomes Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday versus. Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton's combination. And I don't believe in anybody else in the Suns being able to create for themselves. So Campaign. I believe, yeah, yeah, you're right, but he's coming off the bench. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's going to be, you got Drew Holiday guarding Chris Paul, right? So that's also, you know, in the switches, he'll be guarding, like, he's going to be perfectly, yeah, the more I talk, more I talk through it, yeah, Bucks and Seven. Bucks, and, I'm feeling it. Yep. Ooh. We're going to go at it. I don't Let's know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really believe that though. It's good because to the way Devin Booker's been playing, he's been playing like all star level, elite level, top oh yeah, five talent. And that's how he's been playing. So I mean, I You're believe right. that's gonna when he's on the floor, it makes a difference. Now, if we see You're another right. Trey Young referee type thing, then okay, I will give it to him. But as long as Devin Booker is still dribbling the basketball, mm-hmm. I got the Suns in six. I have to. I have to believe in that because I believe that he's ready for this moment. Right. And we're speculating Giannis comes back. If he doesn't come back, they're done. Screwed. They're done. (laughs) They're done. They're done. (laughs) And what they need to do now is the team's being says he's to keep doing what they've been doing. They punch teams in the mouth early. Mm -hmm. Punch the Bucks in the mouth. Break their spirit without Giannis. Yeah. And then when they get Giannis... Break his yeah, spirit. That's why, yeah. That's why the first two games at home matters. I'm yeah. betting on the, them splitting without Giannis. That's what I'm betting on. I'm betting on them splitting, and then he starts to come back. And... Maybe. I don't know. This good. You know, this is probably not going to be... It's going to be interesting how like many people are going to view it television-wise. Because mm-hmm. I feel like even though there's not huge, even though Giannis is built up as like a superstar, right? There's not everybody knows that they're not really the best two teams in the league. They're not the top four teams in the league. They might not even be top six. Yeah, right. It, it's borderline. But will Chris Paul win? The games are going to be close. Is Giannis going to be healthy? Is Giannis going to get his first ring? 
is Devin Booker going to be the next Kobe Bryant? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, there's a, I mean, I don't think Devin Booker is a Kobe Bryant level player, but everybody knows he loves Kobe. He does have Kobe's moves. Like, I think, I think real basketball fans are going to love this series, which is, yeah. which is great. You know, who we get to see what team, you know, who does not deserve an NBA title is going to get an NBA title. Like the Brooklyn Nets would have whooped the Bucks, but in that that series, yeah. and you give me a healthy, healthy AD LeBron. Ah, uh, yeah, Lakers are probably kicking butt too. So, yeah. I mean, even Jokic with Jamal Murray would have five games. Yeah, five. That combination would have kicked their butt too. So, man, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun series. So, I got a question. Uh-oh. And this is the last question. This is the last question I'm going to ask, possibly. Hmm. If Giannis does not play in these finals, what does that do for his legacy if the Bucks win? Oh, wow. They win? If they win. Not saying they will. Not going to win because I got the Suns. But hypothetically, <laughs> if they win, what does that do for you, for the Bucks, I mean, for, the, for Giannis's legacy if the Bucks win without him? It's going to deteriorate. Hmm. Because people are going to say that the, it's the team carrying him, not the other way around. Drafts, I mean, his stock goes down and he gets traded. <laughs> I'll take him with the Lakers. I know he doesn't fit with LeBron because they do basically the similar things, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're taking applications. <laughs> yeah, It'll go down and he'll be traded. Yeah, yeah. We'll trade Caruso for him. That's how, how far his values go. <laughs> it's like if they could if they win without they'll be like oh they'll they'll find some kind of way to diminish it they'll like oh it's the coach mm-hmm. oh yeah. it's this it's that imagine how weird it's gonna be if we were saying oh if mike boldenholzer doesn't trade it changes defensive strategy versus the hawks we're gonna call get this guy fired to mike boldenholzer's nba champion coach wow mind blow <laughs> And he, the thing is that I mean, he really just looked at it. He looked at he looked at the game where they won by like thirty points, and was like, Giannis was really taking it to him in the in the paint. You know what I mean? Like, and he was like, "Well, I got two big guys over here. You go in the paint and you do what you want to do." And it's, we had right. Brooke Lopez catching lob. Okay, he's not that old. Brooke Lopez was catching lobs, lobs. Not very athletic, so I, you know, I see your point. He dunked on somebody. <laughs> It's going to be an interesting one. Do you feel like this is a good point to stop? Yeah, I think it's a good point to stop. I still have Suns and Six. Um, We'll see. We'll see Tuesday, game one. Game one, Sunday. Game one, Tuesday. All right. Well, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad.